Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to the Run to Daylight Football Funcast with your host, Todd Burroughs. Second Run to Daylight Football Funcast. I'm your host, Todd Burroughs. Welcome, welcome. Uh, today we're going to have our first interview. We are going to have Jay Bach, um, who is known on Twitter as the Motown Mauler, and we're going to interview him. We also have a skit for you today, <clears throat> and um, hopefully we'll have a good show. So uh, glad to have anyone catches this show live, um, we are live. And I am working to try and get this show to be on iTunes. I've submitted it. And if it, um, I guess there's some process that's involved, but I will put out on Twitter when it's ready. And in the meantime, you can find me on Twitter at Todd from PA. That's T-O-D-F-R-O-M-P-A. And um, I'm always open to getting questions and things of that nature. Uh, we will have call-ins going forward in the future at 646-668-8928. And we're going to continue to try and give you interesting and different content as it relates to the world of football. Today, I have a very special skit that I've put together for you. And uh, unfortunately, I think it's going to be a complete... Uh, shit show um excuse to my wife who hates when i curse but i think that it's uh pretty funny and i don't know that there's anyone else out there who will share my humor but we'll find out when the mauler calls in and we will um take it from there so he'll be calling in in about eight minutes in the meantime i've been sitting around preparing my nba lineups and I haven't followed the NBA for quite some time. So I needed to find a site to work with. And I kind of worked with Al Zeidenfeld's site. And I also met at the DFS conference, Drew Dinkmeyer. And I hadn't had the best impression of Drew based on just a couple quick Twitter back and forths. And I had heard from Davis Maddock that he was a really good and genuine guy. And I always like to be open-hearted to people and to give everyone a chance. So at the conference I went up, we started talking. We had a very good conversation. We talked some more. Um, Daily Roto actually had a little booth outside the main area where we were doing conferences, and I sat down with them, and I felt like their process matched my own and would be good for what I needed. I haven't uh, dumped out site yet, but uh, I've been kind of 
doing a little bit more with uh, Drew's the last couple of days. And last night it paid off. I actually cashed on fantasydraft.com. I came in fifth place out of about 450 people. I also cashed on a couple other uh, basketball sites, which made up for some of the losing I had been doing. But uh, an $80 hit on a $5 entry, that's the one thing about Fantasy Draft. It's great when you come in 138th place out of 450 and you get your money back plus a couple bucks. But when you hit a fifth place type of situation and you think, wow, you know, that's great. And then you hit 80 bucks and you're like, oh, all right, I guess that's good. So, you know, every site has different things that they like, everything, you know, that I like, and there's things that I don't like. But I do like the fact that Fantasy Draft really does seem to try and live by its motto, which is players first. And I think that's important that people live up to what they advertise. So that is good. As far as the NFL goes this week, um, I've got a lot of lineups. I got four Millie Maker tickets. Um, my typical lately is has been four Millie Maker tickets. And my feeling is because there isn't been or there hasn't been, unlike basketball, there hasn't been a huge difference between cashing the cash line in a 50-50 and the cash line in the Millie Maker. And with that being the case, and since I mostly play for fun anyway, I think that I've decided that unlike most experts who recommend an 80-20 split, I'm more like 50-50, and even that is if I'm lucky. And I'm I'm up for the year, and uh, last week was a very good week for your host. Um, Not by anything major that I did in my planning stage, um, my planning stage had Sharkandrick West and Devontae Freeman as very high up, and we all know how that ended up. It ended up with me having two injuries, and what looked like was going to be a great day looked like all of a sudden like it was going to be a crappy day. And thank goodness that we had Mr. Thomas Rawls and DraftKings with the late switch, and I uh, cashed in on a couple of nice tourneys, including coming in 15th place in the, the DraftKings, the edge, boy, that's a tough name to get out every time, isn't it? DraftKings, the edge playbook. Uh, it's basically the Adam Levitin league. That's how I think of it. And uh, Peter Jennings and Al and Adam do the Thursday show. Adam does the Tuesday show. And I find that a lot of fun. One thing that I found very interesting to do in that league is because there are a lot more smart players in it, I find it a little easier to be contrarian with some pretty good people. And, you know, since I know if I'm lucky, one or two people will listen to this podcast. And then uh, before the show, since I'm just getting started, I don't mind saying that uh, last week I put Hopkins in and he went off against Revis. 1% he owned in that league versus 5% in regular leagues. And that's what I mean by, uh, that's what I mean by it's a little easier to be contrarian because so many smart people are on it and they're just not playing Hopkins because, 
my my guy this week is Ben Roethlisberger. It's a tough matchup, and to get good players at bad ownership, there has it's kind of the opposite of being contrarian, um, while still being contrarian. You know, contrarian, you're looking to do you know mix and match and. In this case, being contrarian is going where, so I guess it's not the opposite, but it's kind of going where you think other people aren't going to be, but with a good player. And that means there's going to have to be some negative attached. And Ben playing Seattle is that on the road. That's the negative. I mean, you know, my, my $5 entry could go right down the drain very quickly based on that. But um, you know, if I'm lucky, like it was last week and Hopkins went off, if Ben and Antonio, my stack in that league go off, well, it's going to be very low owned. And my guess is it's going to be about 1% owned. So we'll see how that goes. So we're waiting on the Motown Mauler. He should be calling in any second which is going to be interesting because I've never let anyone on the show before. So hopefully he has the right number and I'm able to get him hooked up and then we'll interview him for a few minutes. And then we will run um, our skit for the day that I put together for you. It's called 2015, a rehab odyssey. Uh, based obviously on 2001 A Space Odyssey and some current events. And it looks like there's the mauler. Let's see if I can get him in. Hello? You there? Hello? Let's see. Are you there? I can't hear him. Let's try this. I should have probably practiced this. Are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me now? I can. So welcome. How you doing, Um, Todd? (laughs) Hey, how you doing? I met you at the uh, DFS Players Conference. And before we start talking, um, I kind of put something together, a little intro music for you. So let's see how you like it, okay? Let's hear it. So, what do you think? I think that's about as Motown as it gets, Todd. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the the sound bites that I threw in that kept saying the mauler, but uh, welcome. Welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to the second run to Daylight uh, Football Funcast, and uh, I'm glad to have you on board. And I listened to the first one, and I hope other people did, and it was uh, sounded like you were a veteran out there. That was a great job. Oh, excellent, excellent. I uh, yeah, uh, Did you like the skit with Arnold? I, I like all the skits. I think uh, you have a, a great idea of, you know, incorporating something different with, you know, stuff that, that people talk about, you know, too much sometimes. And uh, I think it's refreshing. So I appreciate that as a, a DFS player. And, 
uh, like you said, we met at the Daily Fantasy Players Conference in New York a few weeks back, and what a great event that was. You know, they had uh, a lot of uh, celebrities from our game, and, you know, they had great info and put on some great events, and I thought it was amazing. I mean, my dick was hard for weeks after that. <laughs> I mean, uh, you I know, mean, if you're a football all... nerd, if I mean, you, you know, my 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 well, all right, my football dick was hard for months. I mean, um, it, it, I'm still living off the high off of that a bit. Well, I mean, just it, it's rare that you get to have a reunion of 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 people doing the same thing that you love to do, and I think that was the great thing and everybody was open and, and, you know, it was just great discussion all the time. And, you know, uh, uh, kudos to, to uh, Roto grinders and and all the people that worked hard to put it on a great event. And, you know, hopefully we'll get to do something like that again soon in the near future. Did I lose you there, Todd? We're going to have you on as a rotating guest, but, I, I asked you for a little bit of time extra the first time so we could get to know you a little bit. You know, Absolutely. as I mentioned in the first show, one of the things that I really want to do is I want to get a little bit deeper into getting to know people than maybe is normal on the average podcast. So I'm going to start by asking you, when did you get into fantasy football, regular fantasy football? Well, you know, like most people I've been doing season long for as long as I can remember, you know, I'm 36 now. And, you know, even in college, I dabbled in in the season long, but I didn't start playing daily until I stumbled upon FanDuel at at work. I, um, I was a teacher. I'm sure your bosses really enjoyed the fact that you did that. Well, 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 yeah, here's the thing. I was an athletic director and gym teacher. So, uh, they kind of, you know, knew I had the thing for sports and, uh, you know, I just dabbled there. I, I came across it one day and I didn't too, do too well at the beginning and didn't really pursue it. And then, you know, I kept playing season long and was very successful. So finally I, I took the leap and, and went daily and actually put the work in to try and get better. And, you know, it, after several years, it kind of took off. Well, and I'm going to ask you about that in a minute, but uh, first, you know, I love the nickname, you know, so many of the nicknames, and you remember from the conference where Matthew Berry said, hey, um, you guys with the names, you know, you know, your names kind of suck, is basically what he said. And, you know, how did you come up with such a great name, the Motown Mauler? Well, I remember you talking last week on your podcast is, is the reason you came up with yours is something that somebody will remember. And, you know, I think my, uh, my username on most, it's what I use on most sites is is something that people will remember. You know, if they see me on top of the leaderboard or they see me on Twitter, they'll say, Oh, you know, Motown Muller, I remember that. So, you know, it's just something like you said on your podcast last week. Um, you know, it's something that I, I, I want people to remember and it's easy to remember and it's pretty cool. And and do you actually physically maul people? I mean, you know, should we like put you in a cage and, you know, put warning signs up? No, at 36, I'm pretty tame. Um, you know, I still you, play you ball. Seem pretty tame. I, I still play basketball three days a week, and you know, the young guys make me feel like I'm. 
still teaching. You know, I, I, I kind of feel like I'm, I'm getting paid to, to go play. But, yeah, no, I, I don't physically maul people only, uh, only on the DFS leaderboard. Oh, that's good. That's good. And, and I think it's uh, pretty much accepted as okay behavior to do that. So are you doing DFS as a career at this point? Uh, yeah, I am. Um, I uh, was lucky enough to to have a great uh, 2015, and um, moreover, my wife gave me the blessing to say, "Okay, I see what you're doing is is great. You love what you do, and you make way more than you ever did teaching at a public school. So let's run with it." That's awesome. And does she have a sister, perhaps? <laughs> Yeah, uh, unfortunately, she's already taken, and I don't know if you want um, to to make that step. No, no, I'm 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 happily and faithfully married, uh, but I can dream. Yeah, yeah, so, we, we all can dream, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm thankful that you know uh, we were put in position to where I could actually you know pursue this full time and you know write and and do editing for sites here and there and you know, do shows like this and, and, you know, I I hop on and do guest appearances, you know, locally and things like that. And I just think that's a blessing, you know, to, to be able to do something you love. It it is, it is a blessing. And you and I both know where blessings come from, which is great. So um, what is the station that you're on locally? Well, I visited uh, uh, 105.1 here in Detroit and uh, did a, uh, 15, 20 minute spot on daily fantasy on Dennis Farrell's, uh, weekly fantasy show. And, um, you know, he tries to get me on every now and again, and he does a great show up here and I'm working on some other things in the area on the, the 1130 AM station. So, you know, stay tuned as I visit here, I'll keep you guys updated on what I'm doing around here and, you know, on, uh, on the, the internet, as far as writing and things like that. That's great. I look forward to it. I was glad that we met. You know, we kind of hit it off right away. Um, Did you have one big hit that enabled you to kind of make that break? Or was it more, you know, I'm just consistently winning here? Well, uh, it actually was one big hit, but it was kind of more building the bankroll up to be able to, you know, continuously play. Um, to make that hit I, at the beginning of uh, 2015, I think late January I hit uh, where I won all the GPPs in basketball from uh, the $27 level on down one night for, you know, a little over 30,000. And, you know, that was the point where I knew now I had the bankroll to take care of what I needed to take care of and do it full time. Um, especially with baseball coming up, because I, I, I think that's my best sport overall. And, hey, um, no fair. You no. just took my next question. <laughs> well, you know, great minds think alike. But, yeah, in, in baseball, uh, I started off, you know, a little slow in the first few days, but picked it up relatively quickly. And then DraftKings had a uh, week-long uh, summer games. And the first few days, I was top five in every GPP. And I was like, well, I'm getting close. I'd like to win one of these. And uh, sure enough, I had a, the sweat of my life uh, in a $5 event that paid 100000 for first. I stacked uh, Colorado Rockies with Giancarlo Stanton and Ivan De Jesus Jr., who was uh, my minimum punt play. And I'm 
pretty sure he hit a home run or even two that night. But I had Sale, who in Detroit we don't really uh, did, did he sail really through like the start? Sale. Yeah, we're not Sale fans in Detroit, but Sale, you know, he's he's one of my favorite players in baseball history now because, you know, uh, that night I pulled off that that win in the five five dollar tournament for a hundred thousand, and that's know, amazing. That just, that just took my my baseball season right off, and um, I mean, I had a spectacular baseball season, and I had I actually wrote a a nice long farewell to the fantasy daily baseball season when it ended because I was very sad. Yeah, I would be too if I was having that much success. I mean, I just started seriously about two months ago and honestly, I only know football and I've, I actually did okay on fantasy draft. I came in second and third in baseball just by reading the daily grind down on, on Roto grinders. Yeah. And now I have drew Dinkmeyer's site to work off of for some information, but, uh, you know, I got a long way to go to get back into baseball and basketball the way I need to. Um, so I is is so you said baseball is your best sport or basketball? I would say baseball is, um, and then basketball, football are, are are second, you know, right there. But baseball just is easier to me, um, and I'm not sure why. It might be because of the rules that that we use on DraftKings, but. It, it just it comes more naturally, and you know there were times in the baseball season where I was I was getting upset, and I even though I was winning you know four four figures a night because I was doing that well, and you know that's uh, that's a real. I'm gonna have to bug you for some baseball lineups once we get there. Well, hey, it's more about you know teaching teaching you to fish. You teach a man to fish, he can feed himself. You know. I can well, I can uh, de- definitely give you baseball 101, but that's the thing. Once baseball ended and and basketball started, you forget what a grind basketball is. You know, it's not it's not as easy as as baseball is because you know one person gets hurt in basketball and your team's done for the evening. One person's in foul trouble and has a bad night, your team's done for the evening. So it's not like you know baseball where you can actually have a zero and still win a, a large tournament. That, that's very interesting, you know, and it kind of jibes with what I'm finding with bas- basketball. You really got to be careful who your low price players are, especially because if one of them has a goose egg, it or you know, like last night I left Nerlens Noel in one lineup and and I was done. Yeah, and and that's the that's the thing is you have to be very, very aware of what's going on in basketball up until the tip-off of every game. Because like you said, I, I saw the best players in the world last night have Noel in some of their lineups. Max Delury, the swap master, had Noel in some of his lineups. And, you know, luckily I didn't have him in any of my originals. But uh, like you said, those lineups were dead. And, and that's just money burned right there in basketball. So that's why I think basketball is a totally different animal than the other sports with the lineups, you know, the late scratches and it, it sometimes is draining. You know, you, you literally, everyone. Well, let me ask you how many, sorry to interrupt you, but about how many lineups do you play a night? And, and and on average, how much um, are you (laughs) gambling each night? Well, it all depends, you know, the the comfort level of the lineups, the 
the games that are offered, I always try to look for a good return on investment of when you're playing a GPP. So when they have the large GPPs, you know, I'll put a couple more lineups in. But it, it all depends. Um, the other night they had a $3 uh, large, large uh, GPP where I think first place paid like $50,000. Well, you know, for that return on investment, I think I put in close to 100, 100 lineups. But when you look at it, that's only a $300 investment where if I go put that in the $27, that's only 10 teams. So it all depends on, you know, the night, the the GPPs that I want to enter. But usually, say, last night I, I felt decent about my lineups. I put in um, a, a few lineups that I felt were good cash game lineups and a few others that had most of those guys in it that were GPPs. And uh, I think I paid, played maybe $800, and I walked away with about 1700 So it was a fairly decent night. So I play anywhere from – uh, eight hundred to maybe two thousand a night, depending on what tournaments are available. Well, and I, uh, because, yeah. I I played about fifteen dollars in basketball last night, but I won. I won about a hundred. I had uh, I had my best basketball night of the year, including fifth place in a fantasy draft. Um, so I, I enjoyed that. Hey, let me ask you, what's you know what is your process for building a lineup? You know, where do you start, and does it change by sport? It absolutely changes by sport. I'll, I'll start there. Um, you know, baseball, uh, like I said, is a totally different animal when you're building lineups. Some people like to build, you know, pitchers first. Um, for me, since I'm such a high-volume baseball lineup maker, I always, you know, look at what stacks I'm going to make first and then kind of build my pitchers in because – uh, you know, if I have a team that I like, I'm going to stack them several times. So I'm going to hit all the pitchers that I like anyway. But um, for basketball and uh, and football, I kind of take the approach that was discussed uh, at the daily fantasy players conference that we were at. And that is fill in my value team first and then put my top players in after. So, you know, uh, I, I take each position, I put a value guy there, and then I rank them. The, and then I take the lowest guys out to put my highest-ranked high-priced guys in. And, you know, that, that usually does the trick. Um, and I, I imagine we ha- we shared a lot of similar players last night, if you did as well as I did. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm sure we uh, I, shared Covington and Leonard and those guys. So Yeah, I had that, that in my fifth-place lineup. I had them. I had Kevin Love. Um, yeah. I had uh, Kanan. Yep, exactly. And he was a value guy last night that you had to play because our motto in basketball is minutes equals money. You know, if they're going to play minutes, they're going to they're gonna get stats because there's so many different stats you can get in basketball. And I, I fell asleep early last night, and I'm thinking Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard's not doing anything, only to wake up to see him have just as many steals and, and blocks as most people had rebounds and assists last night. So, it was uh, a beautiful thing, beautiful. and James Harden oh. went completely ham. Oh yeah, and that and that I had a that Philly more. that Philly Houston game almost went to overtime, and yeah. I was just praying that it would. I I had a team where I had Harden, Covington, and Leonard together, but I accidentally stuck myself with Rudy Gay. So uh, you know, Rudy I, Gay, three hundred thirty points on DraftKings. With a six uh, a six point five from Rudy Gay is pretty pretty solid. Yeah, I I had um, 
you know, every the, I, those three and my big team, I had those three guys here. I'll read it to you real quick. I had, uh, Oh, Nope. I got my upcoming one that came up. Let's not go there. So uh, I know we're a football show and we want to get to that, but um, oh, yeah. can you just give um, me and anyone who might be listening one or two great value players tonight? Well, uh, for basketball, or are we looking for football? Yeah, basketball. Well, for basketball, my, my value plays tonight, I would say, um, again, it's Costa Kufos from Sacramento. He was a great play last night. He was on uh, a lot of my winning teams. And with Cousins declared out again, even though they're at Golden State, I don't see anything less than a double-double, you know, 12 points, 10 rebounds for Kufos. And for a 4800 price tag on DraftKings, I think he's a steal. Um, and then my second one, I guess, um, I, I'm going to make it 2A and 2B because they're both injury-dependent. Um, Andre Iguodala will probably start for Harrison Barnes. It looks like Barnes isn't going to play. Uh, the game should be a blowout, but – Iguodala at around the 5,000 price range could get you, you know, in in excess of 30, 35 fantasy points tonight. But the one I'm really going to be looking at is Gary Harris. If he is out um, in the Denver at Dallas game, I play Will Barton all day because he'll get the minutes. And like we said a, a few minutes ago, minutes equals money. And Will Barton will put up numbers tonight if Gary Harris doesn't start. So, Look for that. If Gary Harris is out, Will Barton is the number one value play of the night. Interesting. What do you think of Barbosa? Uh, I think that he's a great sneaky value play tonight and uh, probably won't be as highly owned as you think. But with that game you know, going to be a blowout, he, he played great in mop-up time the other night. And like we said, with Harrison Barnes out, there's going to be 30 to 35 minutes that need to be you know, divvied out to someone, and, and Barbosa will get some of those minutes. Okay. And and who was the second guy that you said? I, I was looking at my next question. Sorry. Iguodala? No, the other one. The uh, main Costa one. Kufos from Sacramento. No, one other guy. Sorry. Oh, uh, Gary Harris. He's he's going to be out. That's why who I was looking for Barton to play for. So keep an eye on Gary Barton, Harris. there you go. If, if he's out, Barton is a must-play. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. So, um, okay. I um, wanted to ask you one other question before we kind of got to the skit. What analysts have influenced you the most? And do you listen to a lot of analysts or do you like to eat your own cooking? Well, what I like to listen to most is talk radio. I'm a big sports talk radio fanatic. I listen to, uh, the Valenian Foster show here in the Detroit area every day. And I, I try to listen to, you know, my guys on 105.1 and, and Chef on 1130 as much as possible. I'm just an absolute, you know, sports junkie and, and sports radio junkie. So I love that. And, you know, I, I grew up, uh, you know, of course, listening to Ernie Harwell. So anything, anything Ernie Harwell, uh, you know, is great. And I love George Blaha from, from the Pistons, you know, I, I'm actually lucky I got this. Sounds see, like a uh, vampire name. Blah. <laughs> George Blah. Blah. Yeah, I got, I've got to see two piston runs, you know, the bad boys, and then our, our second run with the, the Billups and Ben Wallace crew. So, you know, yeah, that was Blaha fun. I've been here that whole time. And that, that, like you said, that was fun. So, 
those two guys, and then, like I said, I'm just a sports talk radio junkie. How far away from um, Cleveland are you? Uh, it, it takes us about two, two and a half hours to get to Cleveland. So you can hear more about Johnny Manziel, and, you know, the time's going quicker than I thought. So I, I thought I would uh, play for you the skit. It is called 2015, A Rehab Odyssey. 2015, a rehab odyssey. Come on, gang. What are those thighs? Who's got a pelvis? Now do some arm circle things. Now, now do this. Now let me see you boogie. What's my name? Johnny Jam Boogie. Johnny, what are you doing? I'm doing aerobics. I'm Johnny Aerobics. No, you are Johnny. What are you doing? I remember now. I'm Johnny Football. No, you are not Johnny Football anymore. You are Johnny Rehab. I remember now. You all's right. I am Johnny Rehab. I gotta remember that. It's okay. You are not yourself when you're hungry. Here, have a Snickers. Thank you, Hal. Mmm. That is tasty. Mmm. Hey, what am I doing? Eating a Snickers bar. I'm f***ing Snickers bar. I want some blow or some weed. How? You gotta help me out. I need just a little something to take the edge off. How? Please. Please, how? Anything. Just a little taste. Oh, Johnny, this is so sad. You are a complete screw-up and cannot be trusted. First, you end up in rehab, and then you work hard only to fall back into the same habits, and now you are third string. Do you want to be out of the league completely, all because you want another taste? Yes, yes, anything, just a... Just some dancing girls. Where's my dollar bill? I need to roll it up. Oh, heavens, heavens me. Guards, guards, please take Mr. Johnny back to his cell. I mean his room. And take away his key. And all rights are now revoked. No, no, anything. Just a little bit. Just a little. Please, no. I'm Johnny Football! Snickers, it satisfies, unless you are a drug addict, and then you will just end up in rehab under my care. Now, about time I go check on Josh Gordon. Boy, those Browns sure do keep me busy. Meep. So, that's it. I uh, I was one of many that I'm sure that was for sure that Johnny Football was going to fail, and you could just tell coming out of college that the limelight was just too much for him. And at first I was kind of happy, but I, I'm starting to almost feel bad for him, you know, uh, slipping into kind of Ryan Leaf territory. Well, you know, I think part of it is the Browns as well. But uh, did you think it was funny at least? Oh, yeah. You couldn't hear me chuckling in the background? No, I couldn't. 
thought that's it was good. great. That's I thought good. it was great. Oh, cool. I, uh, you know, knew at this stuff, so, uh, and I'm insecure. So, so <clears throat> before we run out of time, we got about eight minutes left. Um, I wanted to ask you a couple more questions. Um, you mentioned DraftKings a few times. Is that your favorite site? And do you play on multiple sites? Yeah, I play on a lot of different sites, Todd. And the funny thing is uh, you mentioned Fantasy Draft. I, I actually love their site as well. Um, uh, I frequent there as much as possible. Um, but like you said, DraftKings is my main site. I like Fantasy Draft. I really like uh, one that I came across uh, a while ago called Fantasy Hub. And uh, they donate some of their rake to a charity of your choice. So uh, I figured out yesterday I've probably paid about $60,000 in just rake from DraftKings just this year. So uh, at a place like Fantasy Hub, at least I know that rake's going somewhere good. But I play there. I play uh, draft pot a little bit. Um, own the play a little bit, and then, of course, FanDuel every now and again, I'll dabble. Yeah, I like FanDuel, too, but uh, I find for football, I do, I I like, with FanDuel, I like uh, head-to-heads, but DraftKings, I like GPPs. Yeah, I, I just like the DraftKings scoring better, and that's usually across the board uh, yeah, for every sport. Uh, yeah. And the flexibility and the late and the late thing as well. So um, do you use any um, advanced tech like scripts? Every now and again, if I have a core set of players that I have that I want to enter, you know, like I said the other night, I entered like 100 teams into a $3. I'll, I'll use the one provided by Roto Grinders. Um, but I don't use anything of my own. Um, but, you know, every now and again when I want to enter a whole bunch at once, I'll use the, the lineup builder from Roto Grinders and, and, What's and load up the script. It's called the lineup builder. And everybody, it's uh, free for everybody on rotogrinders.com. Lineup builder, and then you can export the lineups that you like. You can, you know, favorite them, and you can export them to uh, – uh, an Excel file and load them all at once onto DraftKings, so that way you're not typing, you know, pressing the plus button 500 times. Yeah, I, you know, and that's something that um, I do want to have some industry experts on uh, to special podcasts to kind of go through the different legislations that's been suggested, what's positive, what's negative, and, um, you know, what will help people and hurt people the most uh, who are oh, yeah. professionals. And, and speaking on that, when I do baseball, I hand make 100% of my lineup. So, uh, for instance, the night uh, that I won the, uh, what was it called, the Super Knuckleball, it was a $5 tournament. I think I had 67 lineups in, but I hand made every one of those 67 lineups. There was no script involved or anything like that. It's just, you know, I like to see and know the person that I click. And, you know, for 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 baseball, that is. Like I said, for the NBA the other night, I used one just to, uh, you know, mass enter something. I had, like, you know, maybe uh, 12 guys that I liked. And rather than, you know, hand make 50 lineups, I figured I could make a little more. Gotcha. Well, you know, maybe it would be fun one time to kind of, 
you know, even though we're a, I'm a football show, you know, maybe during baseball season, we, you could take through your process for a half hour. Oh, absolutely. I think that would I, be fun. I, you know, I love that, you know, teach someone to fish. And we could, I could kind of start off by asking you questions and you could take us through your process. And uh, I think that would make an outstanding show. Yeah. And, and, you know, I see a lot of these people that buy lineups from these lineup providers and, you know, it just, I don't understand trusting other people. It, it's, you know, I would rather teach someone. And, you know, one of my ideas when I, when I decided I wasn't going to teach anymore was to teach. I was going to teach how to play daily fantasy and I'm still in the process of, of working on that, you know, business model. And, and I think that's, you know, a wonderful thing is, you know, rather than telling someone how to do it or giving them your lineup, teach them, you know, teach them the process or, you know, Ab- teach them absolutely the best ways to go about it. Absolutely. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick your brain and then maybe we can come up with an idea together because oh, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely the type that wants to learn. Well, we've got about three minutes left, and I think we, it would be negligent of us not to mention who your favorite plays are for tomorrow. So if you wouldn't mind, you know, I, I have three questions. The first one is, do you have a couple guys that are core guys for the week? And who are some of your favorite contrarian plays? And my third question, I'm going to hit them all at once, is who are some of your favorite value plays of the NFL schedule this week? Well, let's work, let's work backwards. Um, I guess we can kind of get a contrarian and value play together, and that's Monday night with – the backup game where all the Baltimore backups will be playing against the Cleveland Browns. And I'm looking at Javoris Allen as a value and kind of contrarian play. And the reason I say he could be contrarian is because most people are going to be on Thomas Rawls again after a big week last week. And he's in about the same price range. So uh, I'm looking at him as a value and contrarian. I'm counting on other people being on Rawls. Absolutely. And um, I guess my second uh, value play is I'm saying a must play because who else is going to get the targets? And that's Brandon LaFell with the news that Amendola is out. You're looking at LaFell and Gronk as the only pure starters that they have. And if you want to throw some punt plays with Keyshawn Martin and Dobson in there, you know, take a look at those guys. But I think Dobson went on IR, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I think early in the week I heard that too, but yeah. I'm on so, uh, you know, that's one that I hadn't thought of. And I'm, again, sorry to interrupt you, but we're, we're running low on time, but I love oh, the yeah. LaFell call and that's one I'm going to have to look at again. Yeah. And I think another contrarian that, that I would look at that is going to be low owned is probably Sammy Watkins. Uh, I just, fully understand his upside and I think tomorrow might be one of those days where you can you know as long as he plays because you never know about him but you know I think where you could see maybe 30 points out of Sammy Watkins tomorrow okay well we've got 90 seconds left so I will ask you are there one or two core expensive players when you go high price who are who are the main guys you're looking at well I'm looking at my lineup right now Todd and my high price guy is DeAndre Hopkins. And like you said last week, I mean, he went against who's arguably the best corner in the game in Revis, and 
he had a monster game. So I just don't understand how you can take him out of your lineup at this point of the season being what he's done so far if you have the money to get him. Well, that is awesome information. We're definitely going to have to do this more often, like we said. I really appreciate you coming on. What's your real first name? Uh, well, my real first name is William, but so is my dad's first name and his dad's first name. So I actually go by Jason, which is my middle name. Cool. Well, Jason, the Michigan uh, Motown Mauler, thank you so much for doing the second ever Run to Daylight Fantasy Funcast. And we're going to lead you out with my theme song again. Have a good one. All right. I I appreciate it, Todd, and thank you. You are listening to the Run to Daylight Football.